Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today I'm going to be chatting with a Diesel Podcast listener. His name's Austin, and he is extremely passionate about Ford trucks, especially six liters. He's got a really cool build going on that we wanted to share with all of you guys. So if you're into six O's, Fords, Power Strokes, or just diesel in general, and just love hearing stories about restoring, building one, finding one for a really good deal, and being able to kind of take your time with it and invest into the parts that you want. You're going to love this episode. Before we get to it, we want to remind you guys, take advantage of Kershaw Knives and a deal they have going for our listeners. They're one of the sponsors of the podcast. You get 20% off site-wide. Just use code DIESEL20 at kershaw.kiausa.com. they got a ton of choices for any budget, whether you need something for EDC, hunting, fishing, outdoors, around the house, at the job site. they got a ton of stuff, so make sure you head on over to their site, check it out. also want to encourage you guys to make sure and join our Discord. You're going to see a code up on the screen. There's a, a lot of really cool conversations, awesome builds, um, episode suggestions, guest suggestions you guys might have. It's a great place to drop it. Also, YouTube as well. We check the comments on there in our videos and want to thank you guys for helping really the last couple months, helping the channel grow, all the awesome suggestions you guys have, have given. If you're not subscribed on there, make sure you definitely do it. Turn on notifications, like, comment, help us reach more people that might be looking for information on six liters or really any Power Stroke, Cummins, or Duramax. And uh, it goes a long way to be able to help them find these episodes so they can get the answers that they need. All right, let's get to today's episode with Austin and chatting about his six liter power stroke obsession and his current build. Austin, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today. And it's, I love talking about six liters. I mentioned that um, before on the podcast. And for anyone that's listening um, or checking in on YouTube, Make sure you guys subscribe, turn on notifications, like, comment, because there's so many people that are looking for information from Six Leaders are going to find your episode. Hear our chat today. It's a great way to be able to reach, you know, new people. And I mean, I'm pumped to chat with you. I love seeing the engine behind you. Uh, you got a great yeah. story. So welcome yeah. to the podcast. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate being here. And, you know, I guess I got to give a, a big thanks to Anthony over at J&K because uh, he's the one who tagged you. And, uh, yeah, I never, I never thought anything of it. You know, I was like, oh yeah, you know, that'll never happen. You know, <laughs> and then you messaged me and I was like, ah, oh, I'll try to play it cool, you know, and act not, you know, that excited, but you know, I was, I was like a little girl inside, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw, I saw that uh, he tagged you and I, I clicked over to your Instagram and I saw pictures of the, of the motor and was checking out your truck. And I thought this is really cool. Cause there's somebody out there that wants to do this. So walk us through, Oh, yeah. the passion for Ford for power strokes, how it all started for you? Gosh, I mean, <clears throat> I think I've loved trucks literally my whole life, you know, probably since I was three years old, you know, I think I, I think I fell in love with, uh, just trucks in general, probably God, as far as, as far as I can remember back, you know, and I was always obsessed with, uh, you know, Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot's a Ford. I had, you know, the power wheels, you know, Bigfoot when I was younger, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't really know where I like really, really found the passion for Fords in general, but I, I would definitely say it was around high school. 
Um, you know, I think the first time is when I heard uh, like a seven three straight pipe, you know, and then people were saying, oh yeah, you know, you can, you can tune them and stuff. And, you know, this was back in like, <clears throat> you know, Oh three, you know, Oh four probably. And uh, I always wanted a diesel truck, you know, and I couldn't really afford one, you know, back then. So, you know, my first truck was, uh, um, it was an F-150 uh, two wheel drive actually surprisingly like everybody was so surprised when I bought a two wheel drive it was lifted and stuff and you know it was a cool truck and you know for that time <clears throat> you know it did probably suit me well because you know I, I literally beat the crap out of that truck and you know at that time you know I, I really wasn't uh, that great of a mechanic back then you know so you know I was always asking friends and stuff you know for help if you know, little things would happen and whatnot. And, uh, so I finally sold that and, uh, dang fly flying around in here. Um, <laughs> I finally sold that. And I think in about Oh five, Oh six, I bought my first diesel truck and it was a 9973, And it had, uh, it had almost 300,000 miles on it. And uh, I bought it from this used car dealership. I went down there, I sold my F-150 and I think I bought it for, I think around 10 grand. It was an extended cab, short bed, four wheel drive, white, you know, all my trucks have been white for some, some reason, you know? And uh, yeah, and I bought it, you know, I bought it right there on the spot. And, um, you know, right away, came home, cut the exhaust off, you know, I think I was, yeah, because I was about like 18 or 19, then cut the exhaust off, you know, I bought a super chips off my friend, you know, old super chips, micro tuner. And um, yeah, so lifted it a little bit. And, and then, you know, probably around that time, like, that's kind of when like the forums and stuff kind of started like happening. And, and uh, I remember the first time too, I saw a diesel power magazine, you know, I was working for this guy and on my lunch break, I went to this like liquor store and I saw, you know, a diesel power magazine, you know, and I was like, holy crap, you know, because you would always see, you know, the diesel trucks and, you know, the four by four magazines or whatever. And I'm like, wow, they actually have, you know, their own magazine now. Yeah. It's crazy. And, um, my friend, he introduced me to a forum called SOCAPS, Southern California Power Strokes. And so then they were having a meeting uh, down at this place called Sunrise Ford. So we ended up going to this meeting, me and a friend that had another 7.3. And it was literally like, there's probably like 150 trucks there. It was like their biggest event, you know, at that time. And they had a dyno event going on and you know a show and shine thing and it was literally like the coolest thing ever and at that point like I was sold I was like all right this is you know this is what I love you know and uh, I never uh, I wasn't really like you know working as a mechanic at that time you know I was doing like a construction job um, and I really didn't think you know that I was actually going to make it you know as my job at that time which is kind of funny but yeah, I just fell in love with uh, Fords in general, um, you know, and of course the Power Store platform, but it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of in my genetics though, really, 
my grandpa, he worked for Ford at a dealership as a tech for like 40 years, his first job. And it was his last job. You know, he started there when he was 19 and he retired from there when he was like 60 something years old, you know? So yeah, I mean, I literally like ended up, uh, you know, my dad really, you know, he wasn't in my life a whole lot, you know, but he was really into trucks, you know, lifted trucks and all that stuff. And it's just kind of funny because like genetically, you know, I ended up just like them, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then long story short, the, my seven, three, so I was having some issues with my seven, three and the, my old job that I used to work at my old boss, um, he would kind of help me with my seven, three time to time. And then he was like, you know, like, why don't, why don't you just work here? You know, why don't you just, you know, you love trucks or whatever, you know, why don't you just, you know, make your, you know, your job, your, your hobby or whatever kind of thing. And so, you know, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I should, right? So <clears throat> right away, I actually, um, I started working on six O's. And it was kind of funny because at that time, like I was kind of a little bit of a, like a six O hater, you know? <laughs> like I was like, you know, cause everyone was like, oh, you know, seven threes are like, you know, God's gift to, you know, the diesel, you know, or, you know, to the power strip platform, you know, there's some, you know, diehard, you know, seven, three guys out there or whatever. And, uh, so yeah, I started working on six O's and I realized like, man, I like these more than seven threes, actually. Like you can do some stuff to these and, you know, the transmission, the five R's, you know, they're really good transmissions. I mean, the four R's, you know, once they're built, like in the seven threes, you know, they're, they can be really stout, but, um, you know, right out of the box, you know, the five R one ten is, you know, pretty stout trans and, um, you know, just tuning alone in those trucks. I mean, you can make, you know, four, you know, four to four fifty, you know, horsepower. And they just, they're a lot of fun, you know, with just, just tuning alone, you know, and I got, I got really good, you know, at working on them and, uh, you know, I just kind of fell in love with them. I sold my seven, three and I was like, I'm buying a six Oh, everyone's like, no way. Really? I go, yep. I'm buying a six Oh I'm sold. I'm, I'm done with the seven, three life, you know? <laughs> and, um, what's really interesting about your story is how similar it is to mine. And, yeah. you know, growing up, I remember Bigfoot. That was like my first introduction to well, look how cool this truck is. And oh. our story is very little bit in that I grew up in a Ford family and I had to be different. Yeah. So I couldn't like Fords, but yeah. <laughs> But um, I had moved from Colorado to Southern California to go to college, and I saw the truck scene there was totally different than Colorado. Oh, and yeah. I would see lifted trucks, the off-roading, guys going to the desert. And it was like my first introduction to like how big the hobby was. And, and yeah. you mentioned Sunrise Ford, and I, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I had a friend bought a six-liter. It was brand new. I think it was an 05 or 06 or something. Yeah. And he, I think he was on that forum because I went to a dyno day with him. Yeah, remember I, we went, I remember you mentioning that, actually. Yeah. yeah, we went there and this was like late 07 because they had the six fours there. Yep. And Mike from No Living Fab had a like a maroon lifted seven three. And I remember it rolled yep. into the dyno and I'm like, that thing sounds so loud. And there's a ton of yep. guys that were really excited. And it was, that's just kind of what started it. And then when you mentioned, hey, I didn't know you know, I would get into this as sort of a career, you know, the, the guy said, Hey, why don't you work here? Well, it's, you know, kind of similar for me. I thought, Hey, what do I want to do? I, 
I've been yeah. introduced to this truck scene. The guys are really cool. So it's really interesting how the passions can start and then, you know, intertwine together. Oh yeah. You were probably there at the event that I was at. I swear. I mean, it was, it was definitely, God, I think it was around 07 that I went to that event. Yeah. And Mike was there with yeah. his own truck and it had like the dual stacks and everything. And uh, I think I was there even the day he bought his six, four, um, his green uh, Godzilla truck. So I, you might have been there when I was there. Who knows, you know? I, I wouldn't doubt it, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's so true, you know. I, I kind of feel like to be good at your job, you kind of have to like it and, you know, kind of love it. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, other jobs in the past, you know, they just, it just wasn't me, you know, I just, you know, I, I did some jobs before where I was running equipment and stuff. And, you know, I like that. I like tractors and all that kind of stuff. It's cool. But, you know, the truck stuff was just a whole, whole nother thing. You know, I never really thought that I would get this into it. You know, I've been into trucks my whole life, but I never really saw me doing it, you know, as a job. And I was never really, like I said, that great of a mechanic. I mean, I could do, I could do stuff, of course, you know, but I would be like a little hesitant to like pull my trans or, yeah. you know, pull my engine. Like I would do it, but I would definitely need some guidance or whatever. And, you know, kids nowadays, you know, they have like, I'm kind of like in that half, you know, generation where it's like the internet or YouTube really wasn't like, it wasn't that big. <laughs> no, like when I was in high school, you know, and then even a little bit afterwards, you know, now there's so many videos on everything and forums and, you know, you got the Facebook forums, which really help. And, um, you know, there's just so much more information out there, you know? So, I mean, I remember even when I was a kid, you know, with my F-150, you know, since my grandpa, um, worked at the dealership and stuff, he had already retired, but I would go down there and I would like pull into the back, you know, back where their workshop was. And, you know, I bug some of those guys, you know, and I could tell, like, sometimes they were a little bit annoyed with me, and, <laughs> you know, and like, you know, now I know what I know and people are messaging me and asking me things. I'm like, okay, maybe I do see why they're a little bit annoyed sometimes, <laughs> whatever, but I love talking to people and, you know, I love, helping people you know if I can and but um yeah you know me and you know a few other guys that I work with at my work you know they all kind of feel the same way um you know we all kind of drive and you know own the trucks that we work on um you know I'm primarily Ford I've done a little stuff on Cummins and Duramaxes but it's always so in between when I work on them like I almost kind of just forget everything you know and I hear a lot of the, the hearsay talk about the other trucks, but I generally, uh, you know, don't really work on anything, you know, but Fords and of course, six liters, you know, they're kind of my, my bread and butter, of course, you know, so, and it's kind of funny because I'm really not even that great at working on seven threes, you know, even though I own one, you know, it was like, once I started working on six O's, like, you know, that was it. And I also work on six fours a lot and, and six sevens too, you know. Um, I love the six, seven platform. And, you know, I think that, you know, the six, seven trucks, you know, to me, they're probably, you know, probably the best truck you could buy, you know, they've got the full package, you know, the drivetrain, trans fuel system. Um, and they're, they're really not that hard to work on either. You know, um, they're, 
eventually, you know, I may sell my 07 and get into a 67, but you know, I own my 07, you know, I don't have a payment on it. Um, it's just really nice, you know, like, you know, the truck market now, it's just, it's just so high. It's just crazy, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's nice owning your vehicles outright. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I would love to get into a six, seven. I, you know, I drive like an Illumina duty or something at my work. And then I get into my 07 after work or something. I'm like, man, what a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm happy, you know, because if it breaks, if it sits in the corner or whatever, <clears throat> you know, it's paid for, you know, I, I don't, you know, if I got a new six, seven, you know, of course I'd be doing stuff to it, you know, and then I break it, but you know, and then I still got a thousand dollar, you know, truck payment or something. I'd be, you know, I'd be really sad, but eventually, eventually that will happen, you know? So when the time is right, <laughs> you're telling me a little bit before the podcast, something about this build and how it took some time because there were some things you wanted to make sure, you know, that didn't happen. And I think a lot of truck owners, um, and diesel enthusiasts get in this position where whether it's a six liter or a five, nine or a Duramax, they have big plans for it. They want to do, they want an engine that looks like what's right behind you, but you yeah. think, you know, trying to if, fly out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you think like, what if I break something or, you know, yeah. what if I take it someplace? So tell us about how, how you decided to build this truck, what your goals were for it and how you put it all together. Yeah. So back in probably, let's see, I think 2014 or 2015, uh, a friend messaged me and I was already, I already had that idea in my head, you know, that I wanted to buy a play truck, you know, something that I could, you know, mess around with. And, and my brother, he also actually works with me and he actually had um, a single cab, standard cab, long bed, two wheel drive. And he tuned it and stuff. He just had uh, gearhead tunes on it, I think, with like SRL Plus. And that truck ripped. I mean, it was so fast for just a stock. It was like, you know how like some trucks are just, for some reason, they're just faster than other trucks, you know? Yeah. Like no, no two trucks are almost kind of alike, you know? His truck was like just, it was a freak truck, you know? Just tuned only. I mean, that thing ripped. And uh, so I already had that idea in my head, like, want to buy a single cab you know but i want a four-wheel drive one and for some reason i had like this weird fascination with o3s you know the first year of the 6.0 you know and i remember the first time i ever drove a six liter it was an o3 and when they first came out you know they were so fast you know especially compared to like a you know a stock 7.3 or even kind of a tune 7.3 i mean you know they ran so good you know those yeah, they did. and so a friend messaged me around that time, I think like 14 or 15, I believe. And he sent me a Craigslist ad with the truck, you know, and he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about buying this truck. And I'm like, oh man, that thing is awesome. You know? And in the ad, it said, you know, needs engine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, yeah, I mean, you should buy it. You know, that thing's, that thing's awesome, you know? And he goes, okay. And then, so he texts me a couple of days later. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, I just sort of really don't have the, the funds right now or the time or whatever. So I was like, okay. I'm like, well, would you mind if, you know, I bought the truck? Like, would you get mad if I bought the truck? And he's like, no, dude, like you, you buy the truck. You know, I know you've been looking for a truck like that too. And, you know, so I was like, okay. 
you know, so I called the guy and I just talked to him for, I, I talked to him for probably like 10 minutes, you know, and he goes, you know what, Austin, I'm going to take it off the listing. The truck's yours. I can tell you want it. You're, you're passionate about the truck or whatever, you know, so I'll take it. I'll take it off the listing. It's yours. You know, I was like, all right, cool. You know, he wanted two grand for the truck. And, you know, on the phone, he was like, you know, it's broken, right? You know, it doesn't run, you know, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, that's what I want. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to put an engine in it and, you know, it's going to be my project, you know, play truck. And, you know, I was looking for a truck that I could buy cheap, you know, and then I could just, you know, mess around with it and do whatever I wanted to it. So I went up there the first time he, it was like, his house was off of this road called like Canaan road. And you can take that to like Malibu or whatever. And he was up on like this crazy hillside. And the first time I went up there, um, I went with my old boss and his gooseneck trailer and we couldn't even get up there. Cause it was like this tight, crazy spot, <laughs> but I got to look at the truck, you know, and talk to the guy and Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He was like, yeah, I already took it off the listing, Austin. It's yours. So like whenever you want to come get it, like, you know, come get it. It's yours. Like, don't worry about it. So I said, okay, cool. And I gave him like, I think like 500 bucks down or something just to hold it for me, just in case. And so then I went back up there with my truck and a little bit smaller trailer. <clears throat> and I was able to get on the trailer and get it home and all that stuff. And so what happened was uh, it had a bad uh, lifter, a lifter failed. And then the needle bearings, you know, went through the low pressure pump, locked up the low pressure pump. And so I brought it home or I brought it back to my old work, actually, uh, was kind of looking at it. And, you know, I, I ran the IDS computer on it to see what was going on with it. Wasn't making any oil pressure, wasn't making any low oil pressure. So, you know, originally though, when I bought it, I was just gonna, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just throw like a used short block, do, you know, put some heads on it, stud it, tune it, and just kind of just play around with it, you know. And then, you know, some time passed and, you know, just life and just different things, you know, kind of get in the way. And the truck sat for like a really long time. And, you know, I was thinking about maybe just pulling the engine out, you know, send it to the machine shop and have the machine shop go through it for a while. You know, and I kind of just, you know, was playing with, you know, different ideas and stuff. I was trying to do something cheaply as possible just to get it running. You know, all I wanted to do was just kind of drive the truck, you know, and then so some more time went by literally, God, <laughs> this was <laughs> probably in like a five-year span, like no lie, you know, and uh, so finally, I think it was in 2020. I believe I, I, well, I brought the truck home eventually brought the truck home and then 2020, uh, me and a friend, actually, uh, I pulled the engine out at my house. I, I work at a shop, right. You know, <laughs> but I decided I was going to pull my engine out in the street, you know, right in front of my house. And so we hadn't paved like the side of my house. Now we got nice concrete and that's, that's kind of where I, that's where it's, 
you know, sitting right now, that's where I'm going to put the engine in. But uh, me and a friend <laughs> pulled the engine out in the street. You know, one day I think I pulled the trans out and then I pulled the engine out. I was like, I don't care. You know, I don't have the engine for it yet. I don't have like really any plans for it, but I just want to do something with it. You know, like, you know, I would see all these other people, you know, I watch a lot of different people on YouTube and, you know, I follow it, you know, all the big, you know, 6.0 liter known guys, you know, out there, like you know, Jesse Warren, you know, uh, Charlie Keeter, Charlie Fish, um, all those guys, you know, so I'm always watching their stuff. And I'm just like, man, you know, all those guys just, you know, inspire me, you know, they're like the, the big dogs, I guess, you know, in the, the 6.0 world. So I was like, I just got to do something. I don't care. Like, I got to pull the engine out. I just got to make some some progress on the truck. Like, I'm just tired of it sitting there, you know? So, yeah, finally, me and a friend pulled it out. I got the engine out. So for a long time, it was, well, not a long time, but probably for like five, six months, you know, it sat there with no engine. And so now at my new job, uh, 805 Diesel, I probably started working there in 2017, maybe 2018 you know we were buying engines from j and k you know we were buying short blocks long blocks you know six oh six fours um some six sevens too from them and we've always had really really good luck with them and i was like you know what i'm just gonna buy a short block from them you know just a, just a stock short block you know at that time i was like that's all i need you know because still at this point i was like i just want to put you know an engine together, you know, and tune it and just drive it, you know, but I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, cut all the middleman machining and all that, that work out of it and just buy a short block, you know? So, um, yeah, I ordered up a short block from them and it's all stock actually stock cam, you know, I think the 30, I think it's got like 30 over pistons. Um, but that's really it stock rods. And, you know, the stock short block though on the 6.0 is actually, I mean, it's pretty stout from the factory, you know, yeah. but the top end, you know, the head bolts and all that stuff, that's the weaker part, but this, you know, the short block um, portion part of the 6.0 is actually pretty stout, you know, and there's some guys that are pushing some big power with the stock short block, you know, and stock cam and everything. But, um, you know, I do kind of really regret, I wish I would have done a cam. I wish I would have done a lot of other stuff, but you know, that was kind of like in my budget at the time, you know, it's just a stock short block. And I was like, I'll do heads on it. And, and I already had regular, you know, ARPs already for it. Um, I got very, very, very cheap from someone. So, so I got the stock short block and then, uh, I ended up, uh, ordering some heads you know, some cylinder heads from Kill Devil Diesel, uh, just the regular cast iron, you know, O-ringed heads. Um, you know, they got, I think it has 100 PSI valve springs on them. Um, yeah. And then, so then I was like, well, I really don't want to use regular ARPs. You know, I just want, I want to make sure I have no head gasket issues, you know, and currently the setup that's on it, I mean, it would be perfectly fine with just regular studs, you know, um it's not making anything crazy power wise you know right now but i just said you know what for the future you know when i do different turbo setups or you know doing different injectors different things you know i'm like i just don't want any issues with head gaskets so i ended up getting you know 625 arps for it and at that time too 
you know, all like the crazy COVID shortages were going on and nobody had anything. I mean, I was calling all these people trying to find the studs, you know, nobody had them. And ARP is just like right down the road for me. I mean, they're like, I could probably ride my, my bicycle over there. I mean, they're super close, you know? So I, I, of course I called them and they're like, Nope, 625. No, we won't have any for a few months, you know? And they're back ordered. I'm like, okay, you know, that's what everybody's saying. You know, I called J and K I called, you know, everyone, anybody that I can think of. So my, uh, my father-in-law, he's kind of like the eBay King, you know, he just like always finds stuff on eBay. (laughs) He's really good at that. So I had him find me some 625. So, and I I paid like a little over, you know, probably retail price for him. I paid, I paid a little too much for him to be honest, but I just want him. I was like, I don't care. I want him. You know, I'm not going to be able to get them for like three months. So I ended up buying them off eBay from like a reputable uh, seller on there. And then uh, ARP called me like a week later. They called my boss and they go, oh, hey, I got those studs uh, for your guy, you know, a thousand bucks. Tell him to come pick them up. I was like, you guys, you guys told me you want to have them for three months, you know. So, yeah, I was kind of bummed. But whatever. My So my boss ended up buying them. And then we put them in uh, his shop excursion. So I was like, well, I guess at least somebody got them. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so after I got the studs and everything and the heads. So um, right around, I guess, when I got the short block too, um, you know, because I still had kind of that mindset of like, I just wanted to tune it and drive it or whatever, you know, kind of thing. I didn't have any plans for doing anything anything really much over tuning i guess so one of my friends he had 190 30s in his truck and they probably only had like man like 10,000 miles on them or so so he was like oh you know i want to go back to stock injectors and stuff and you know if you if you put you know stock injectors in for me i'll give you the 190 30s you know i was like okay sure yeah let's i'll do that you know so I ended up uh, coming up on some 190 30s and they had, you know, really, really low miles and they were the good uh, Warren uh, pure power 190 30s. So they're the top of the line, you know, injectors from Warren with really low miles on them. Plus I got a fast uh, lift pump <laughs> in that deal also. And so I was like, okay, you know, and we have a guy locally here who uh, does some turbo stuff for us. I, he kind of told me to leave his name out of it because he, he sells parts to a lot of different vendors, vendors that you and I actually both know, um, you know, big name people. But uh, so he ended up giving me, it's just, you know, a uh, basic kind of VGT charger. It's like a 63.5, um, you know, with like a 66 turbine, but it doesn't have your typical, you know, 10 blade on it actually has a nine blade turbine wheel on it. So, uh, he had a source, I think he still does, but he was doing some testing with the nine blades. So I don't know if you've heard like a nine blade turbo or not. I think he's got some turbos out, you know, on the Duramaxes with the nine blade. And I think a few with the six sevens too, but the nine blade, it sounds, it sounds pretty (laughs) wicked, you know? Um, you know, I know a couple of people that are running like the 65 mil version and he told me too, he's like, if you want, I can, I can make it a 65 mil, you know, and just let me know or whatever. So, you know, I basically got the turbo for free, you know, um, which is really cool. And the guy that built it, he's, 
super cool guy super nice guy i would love to mention his name you know but he told me oh you know just leave my name out of it because he only <laughs> wants to deal with those vendors he's like i don't want anybody hitting me up though I'm like, all right don't worry about it you know i wish i could because he's a really cool dude and um he's got a really um really cool cummins too 12 valve that's compounded and stuff and that my brother actually built so but uh yeah super cool guy so yeah so i kind of got that stuff you know the injectors and the turbo kind of for a really good deal like almost like free you know i did you know the injectors i got you know kind of doing like a side job type deal with the fast you know so now i'm like all right like you know, so it's going to be a little bit more than just a tune truck now, you know, so that's kind of where it's at now. And then, you know, I also got, a, you know, an ODOG uh, SR3 intake manifold for it. And so let's see, what else? I got a, a Warren Diesel WDI uh, low pressure oil pump for it. So their billet low pressure oil pump. I kind of just got that for like, you know, insurance kind of purposes, um, you know, on the six O's, the low pressure oil pump um usually with a like a little bit higher horsepower trucks not even even sometimes the higher horsepower trucks but they'll tend to break you know when you're revving them really hard um it happens a lot usually with like the, the six-speed trucks too like people really revving them out and stuff so i ended up buying a, a billet low pressure pump just for kind of like you know i'm like well maybe in the future yeah when i move up injectors or you know I would just like to have it, you know, for peace of mind kind of thing. Um, so yeah. And then I got the driven diesel regulator return on it. Um, you know, there's probably like a million people that probably have a very similar setup, you know, but it's, it's mainly, you know, it's just like a fun little, like, you know, street build kind of truck. Uh, that's really like kind of what I intended on it, you know? And, um, you know, kind of the, the threshold, I guess, for, for six O's, you know, is like 550 to 600, you know, where that's kind of like still a pretty reliable, you know, daily driven street, you know, um, truck. And I, I actually have a brand new, the truck came with a brand new stock Ford um, Reman Trans that only has about 15,000 miles on it. So the guy put a brand new Trans in it um, at the dealership. And then about 15,000 miles later, his lifter took a crap, you know, and then Ford told him, oh yeah, you need a new long block. And then he was like, oh, I'm selling it, you know? So yeah. that's when I got it. So I kind of got lucky on that, you know? So, you know, in the, the stock trans, you know, they usually like, you know, that's kind of their, their breaking point. So, you know, everyone says, you know, about, you know, five, 550, you know, I know there's people out there that are pushing them, you know, more power, but, you know, I guess with, with good tuning and everything, ho hopefully it lasts a little while, you know, like I, like I said, I'm like, when I just get it running, all I want to do, I just want to cruise it around. I'm not going to break it right away. You know, I got to get, you know, used to driving it a little bit, you know, and enjoy it a tiny, tiny bit. So what do you, <clears throat> when do you think you're going to put the engine, drop it into the, the truck and get it? Running? Um, well, I was actually, uh, the day you messaged me, I was planning on doing that. Uh, believe it or not you know I had all the like the engine harness I had I basically had everything on it ready about to drop in I have the whole front clip off the truck right now 
And then you messaged me and you're like, oh yeah, maybe have the engine in the background. I'm like, well, it kind of doesn't look as good as it did in the pictures because now the nasty harness is on it. And, you know, they just look like crap, you know, once you put the harness on them and, you know, some of the other stupid little things, you know, so um, yeah, I was actually going to drop in actually either Thursday or maybe today. So, but since we have a three day weekend, you know, um, hopefully maybe tomorrow, you know, um, yeah, I've been really getting really, really antsy, you know, recently, you know, I'm just like, you know, I've been telling my wife, I'm like, I need to finish my truck. I need to finish my truck, you know? <laughs> and so she's like, just finish it, you know? And she kind of has a joke, like, you know, we don't even have kids yet but she's like yeah maybe maybe your 03 will be done you know when our kids get their driver's license well <laughs> you know i'm like no it's getting done soon you know it has to happen this month you know so yeah we have a little like uh board like in our bedroom of like things we need to get done i wrote need to finish 03 like in capital letters you know every morning i see it so but uh that's my plan anyways so what are what are three tips you would give somebody who they they want a six liter they want to build it but it's not like just handing the credit card over right away to do it they want to do it in stages what are three things you would say you know do this or you know three tips to help them reach that goal not for like a crazy two thousand horsepower build but something that's fun to drive on the street that they're gonna you know, tow with daily drive and just kind of get it where they want it to be. Well, I always tell people that like come by the shop, you know, that are just kind of getting into the truck. I mean, of course, you know, you want to have somebody that's pretty knowledgeable, you know, kind of just go over it. You know, a lot of people will bring their trucks to the shop and they'll kind of do like a, you know, three point inspection on it or whatever, you know, we'll run the IDS on there and check for codes and um, kind of just make sure the truck's in good health. You know, the oil cooler, you know, is in good health. The temps are where they should be. Um, you know, and everything's kind of just, you know, working properly, you know, and then I would say, you know, get a monitor, you know, uh, to where you could monitor, you know, some of your temps and, you know, battery voltage, thickum voltage, um, you know, oil coolant, some of the important things, you know, that you kind of got to watch for on the six O's, you know, um, and then, you know, I would say if the trucks, you know, like in really, uh, you know, pretty healthy condition and all that stuff. And of course, you know, change the oil and, you know, do all fresh fluids, you know, you never know what the past person, you know, how, yep. how they maintain it, you know, they might tell you that, you know, they change the oil every 5,000 miles or whatever, but who knows what kind of oil they're running, you know, just kind of do a whole fresh, you know, like fluid change on the thing. And then I would say, you know, if the truck is in good, healthy condition, you know, probably, you know, do some tuning. Um, <laughs> you know, I would say that's like everybody, you know, probably most all diesel enthusiasts, you know, that's like yep. the first thing everyone does, you know, is, oh, like, how could I tune it? Or, you know, whose tune should I use or whatever. And there's, there's, you know, a few really good, um, you know, tuners out there now, you know, that are really well known in the, you know, on that platform that have been out for years. Um, you know, so the tune, you know, tuning has came a long way for those trucks too, you know, and, and, you know, you could have a really fun, you know, good running truck, you know, with just, yeah, like I was saying before, you know, just tuning alone, you know, and the trans and everything, um, you know, can handle it just fine. You know, most of the time if the trans is in good health, you know, I mean, it'll handle tuning, no problem. I mean, even with usually the hottest tune on it. So, um, 
yeah and then i would say you know maybe like you know the next thing i would do is you know if they want to do like all the you know some of the updated stuff you know i always tell people when they come in you know they're like i want to do head studs i want to do new heads you know kind of preventatively i'm like yeah i mean you, you could definitely do that you know but um i'd always start with doing like an egr cooler you know um getting the you know good solid egr cooler on there um you know doing all the updates if it's like an 05 you know or even some of the O4s, you know, the dummy plugs, stand pipes, you know, T-thing, all the kind of little update, you know, little problematic kind of things, um, you know, pull the turbo out, clean the turbo, clean all the veins, um, you know, all the, all the little, little stupid upgrade, little things that you could do on them. Um, yeah, I mean, but first and foremost, you know, I always tell people get like an edge CTS two or three, you know, they got the three out now. It's a really, really nice unit um you know that'd be like probably the first things i would do you know but yeah definitely you know and if you're bringing your truck to a shop you know make sure that you know they're kind of familiar with that platform you know and you know it always helps you know when you know the mechanics themselves drive the trucks you know i i you know i talk to the customers and you know, they're always kind of stoked, you know, they come in there and they go, oh yeah, you know, my junk 6.0 and this and that, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I have two of them, you know, and they're like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love them. You know, almost everybody actually at our shop has had one at one time or another, you know, so at least like five or six of the guys have had a 6.0, you know, my boss has one, uh, our shop excursion, you know, my brother had one at one point, um, and yeah, a few of the other guys that I've worked with. So, you know, we really like them, you know, but, uh, you know, we work on, of course, you know, all Fords across the board, but yeah, I mean, it definitely, if you're, you know, you're bringing your truck to a shop, you're having somebody else work on it, say, you know, definitely kind of, you know, do a little bit of research into the shop and, you know, cause we get a lot of trucks that come in, you know, and they're just hammered from other shops, you know, other people that have worked on them you know, the harness is all tore up. They put, you know, and then they bring them to our shop and they're kind of mad because they got to put more money into them because yep. previous shop that really didn't know how to work on them, you know, put less than stock parts on them, you know, worse than stock parts, you know, back on the thing when they fixed it and now it's failed again. So, you know, no, now they're, now they're even more mad. They got to go in there and spend, you know, a few more grand, you know, on us, you know, on us, with us, you know, fixing the last person that worked on it. So, you know, we always try to do, you know, things that we would do to our own trucks, you know, and that's kind of how I treat, you know, most of the customers' trucks is, you know, really how I kind of treat mine. And that's kind of how I give them advice, you know, and, you know, so then they're pretty happy, you know, they're like, okay, you know, like this guy likes six O's, you know, so yeah, I mean, that's probably what I would, suggest to most people and then you know if they're working on themselves you know just yeah make sure you do your research you know um go on the forums you know go on the facebook forums join some of those you know and there's a, there's actually quite a bit of uh knowledgeable guys on there you know even a lot of the big you know the big 6-0 guys you know are on there and stuff and you know you kind of just gotta weed through some of the stuff you know there's a lot of different um there's some bad advice on there too, you know, but you kind of got to just weed through all of that stuff and, you know, 
Uh, but yeah, just definitely do your research and, you know, take it slow. And there, of course, there's a lot of, you know, good YouTube videos out there. And, you know, of course, you can reach out to other people too, and other shops and, you know, people that are working on their trucks themselves, you know, sometimes they reach out to me and ask me, you know, certain things. And, you know, sometimes I don't get back to every single person, but, you know, I try to, you know, as, as much as I can. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's what I would suggest, I guess. You know? That's what's really cool about this, this build. And the, you know, you'd mentioned earlier in the podcast, the price of, you know, used vehicles, new ones are, are really expensive. And <clears throat> I see a lot of times, you know, if you're going to look for a low mileage, whatever kind, you know, it's the Duramax Cummins Power Stroke, they can yeah. be 30, 40, close to $50,000. And oh, yeah. I think of new enthusiasts and I think of people wanting to get into this and there's still being a path to do it and, and finding the right truck, uh, sourcing yeah. the parts, talking to people, making really good decisions. And, um, yeah. I know the way you built it, a lot of other people are going to want to do that as well. So for people who are listening, they want to you know, see the truck run, see the engine, see what you've done with it, maybe ask you some questions. Where can they find you on Instagram, be able to reach out to you and check out the build? Yeah, just uh, my Instagram. Yeah, Austin Lankwist 60 And then I got a Facebook. Yeah, it's just Austin Lankwist. And that's usually where I where I talk to, to most people, you know. Um, I'm not like crazy, crazy active, but you know, anytime I, you know, have some cool pictures, anything, I always throw it out there, but yeah, anybody can reach me there for sure. You know? And, um, yeah. And I always, I always love talking to people, you know, it's, it's just super cool. This industry is just, um, it's, it's, it's a really like unique industry, you know, it really is. And, um, it's just super cool. Like, you know, like I was mentioning, like some of those guys, you know, like the big people in the industry, you know, like the people that I look up to and the people that, you know, I wish I could be like, you know, um, you know, I've even talked to some of those guys a little, you know, a little bit, you know, and they're just cool, you know, humble guys, you know, most, most people, you know, and I know they're always crazy busy. I'm sure they have, you know, a million people trying to message them, but it is really cool when they take just like a little bit of time, you know, to, to talk or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it, the diesel industry and everything and the, the people involved. I mean, it's, it's, it is a really, it is a really, really cool industry. And, um, you know, I'm pretty blessed to actually have a job, you know, like this, you know, and it's only going to grow from here. You know, I'm always, I'm always learning new things and, you know, you know, I mean, almost every day, you know, I'm learning something stupid, oh. small, you know, I, I don't know everything, you know, that's, that's for sure. You know, I still have a, a long way to go. I'm just a tiny little fish in a huge pond or ocean or whatever, you know, I'm just a, a, a wannabe, I guess, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I have, yeah, you know, lots of goals and ambitions and, you know, slowly, but surely it's happening. I mean, really, really slowly, but it's happening. <laughs> well, that's what's really cool about, you know, doing a podcast like this and connecting with you and, you know, being able to hear the passion, see it and know there's thousands of other people out there in the same position. And, um, yeah. it, was, it was really cool to connect like this. Sorry that we delayed the install of your engine by a little bit. Oh, but... <laughs> no, no. Hey, this was totally worth it. Trust me. It didn't matter what time you said it could have been three in the morning, I still would have done it. I mean, to be on your podcast, you know, right away when you sent me that message, I screenshot it, sent it to my wife and she's like, 
oh wow babe you know you're <laughs> happy you know so because she knows you know she she knows how in love you know i am with all this stuff and you know she you know surprisingly she has like a very good memory she remembers almost everything i say you know she can tell you probably everything that i've done to it you know anytime we go out in the garage i'm like hey babe look at my engine she's like yes i see it every day you know she's like maybe one day it'll be in the truck you know but uh well definitely yeah. keep, keep us updated on it. let's know when you get it in get it running and yeah. um yeah we, we love to follow you know, the builds of uh, of guests that we have and, and see them progress I, I like i said i appreciate your time jumping on here today chatting with me and you know we look forward to seeing the progress for a lot of people listening or watching you know as well it's it's cool build it was awesome to hear your story and i appreciate your time today for sure thank you so much i i really really appreciate you and coming on here and thanks to anthony again of course uh alerting you so uh yeah it's been a real real pleasure <laughs> Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kiausa.com. Use code Diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. They got a ton of different choices, bunch of different knives, outdoor gear, hunting, fishing, EDC around the house, uh, at the job site. It's uh, a really cool place. Love seeing the, the gear you guys have, have gotten, and we appreciate them offering it to you guys to be able to save some money and get some cool gear that you want. Also want to thank some of our patrons that have helped us grow over the years, helped us, uh, you know, do different things with audio, video, lighting, tons of different things we wanted to, to bring you guys. So I want to give a shout out to Tyler Lowen at 23Diesel, also Caleb, all of our other Patreons, all of you guys who subscribe on podcast apps, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you guys keep us going. We love hearing from you, love hearing what kind of builds you're working on, your questions, things you want to know about diesel industry, or even outside the diesel industry. Um, if we can incorporate it in the podcast, we definitely will. Until next time. Keep the shiny side up.